Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast of The Lost Colony. In today's program, I would like to share with you one of the most outstanding mysteries ever published. The original article was published in Popular Science Monthly by the editors Sumner and Blossom in December of 1923. The exclusive story was given by United States Navy Lieutenant Commander Fitzhugh Green. The Navy was planning a transpolar flight of the huge new dirigible, the ZR-1, the Shenandoah, next summer. Here lies the most thrilling possibility that ever faced a single body of explorers. In the center of the unknown area of the polar sea may be discovered a vast continent heated by subterranean fires and inhabited by the descendants of the last Norwegian colony of Greenland. So wild is the idea as to tax the gullible imagination, yet it is vividly encouraged and supported not only by history and tradition, but by the searching test of scientific analysis. Witness the astounding facts. Within boundaries of the polar sea spreads the greatest unexplored area on the surface of the globe. One million square miles on which no human eye has gazed. Most of this enormous wilderness lies on the Alaskan side of the pole. On the European side lies Iceland at a point corresponding roughly to the center of the unknown area opposite it across the top of the world. This fact is significant. Experts are in nearly unanimous agreement that a new Arctic land will be found by the ZR-1. Dr. Harris, the title expert in Washington, D.C., long ago declared that the data he had worked out from polar ocean currents all convinced him that the existence of a large landmass near the North Pole is undisputable. Add to this the array of evidence geologists adduce on the basis of terrific volcanic activity along a well-defined line leading up the North Pacific through the Japanese archipelago and the fiery Aleutians and onward toward the pole. This seismic axis plotted on the globe nearly bisects the unknown area of the polar ocean. Further, where this line swung through 180 degrees, it would touch Iceland, one of the most fiercely volcanic spots on Earth. Another significant fact, not many years ago, in a particular open season, the American whaler Captain Keenan reported he saw land northeast of Point Barrow. Peary from Cape Thomas Hubbard sighted distant peaks northwest. Such evidence is incontrovertible. The new continent seems already within our grasp, which leads us to its probable inhabitants. Eric the Red discovered Greenland in 985 AD. He brought back glowing tales of grassy fjords, long sunlit days, game-infested hills, ice pans, grooming under their burden of fat seals, and bays teeming with fish. Colonization began at once, and so true did Eric's bright tale prove that the Vikings greatly prospered. In the archives at Bergen may be seen today the receipts for their princely contributions in ivory and oil to the ill-fated crusaders. The last ship known to have returned to Norway from her Arctic colonies arrived in the year 1410. We read that it brought a rich cargo that its report was of happy thriving Norsemen back north of health and growing independence despite their rigorous environment. The dark ages had now passed. Nature bred again in men the will to search her world for knowledge and for wealth. 
Greenland was rediscovered. Hans Agede established the first modern settlement there in 1721. But the grim report he made was tragic beyond belief. The Norwegian colony, 10,000 people, perhaps 100,000, had to a man mysteriously disappeared. It was the greatest riddle in the history of the world. It has been called the baffling mystery of the lost Norse colony. Where did they go? Let us examine where they didn't go. This is a question that can be more easily answered. Not to sea in ships, for they had one or two ships. And Greenland lying above the tree line gave them no timber for building more. Not slain by Eskimos, for Eskimos are the most peace-loving people in the world, knowing nothing of the art of war. Not like Europe swept by some dread germ of awful virulence, for germs don't thrive in polar regions. So what then? Now let's examine the Eskimo tradition. It paints in vivid terms the white men swarming suddenly north to a wonderland the natives long had known. Because of evil spirits, no Eskimo had ever dared this trail. The land is warm, is clothed in summer verdure the year round, is populated by fat caribou and muskox. It lies, they say, even to this day, in the direction of the coastal trail route north. This route is that taken by our American expeditions. Perry, Kane, and Hayes all used it. It has always been the most easiest route as well, and the most productive of natural food in seal and walrus. For our explorers, it has been a hard trail. But for the Norwegian colonists, whose forebears had spent ten generations north of the Arctic Circle, it must have been less difficult to travel than were the western plains for our American pioneers. Lord Northwood pictured the terrible situation in which the deserted Norsemen in Greenland found themselves. No outlet for their trade, no source of supply for the little but indispensable luxuries of life, no access to friends and family back home. A generation, perhaps two, of heartbreak or longing and unhappiness goading the younger men to travel northward. Perhaps a route to southern lands lay that way. Suddenly, like a bombshell breaks upon the weary colony, the wonderful news, we found a polar paradise. Sunshine, game, grass, one moon's easy journey north, a short lap on the ice sea, come. What had they to wait for? The homeland was but a myth. So they packed and singing songs departed, the native legend puts it, suddenly to the northward. They never returned. The fact is not at all surprising of what we think is true. That they found the land of milk and honey in the very center of the polar pack. Is there a polar paradise? And if so, are the vanished Norsemen there? It is no speculation of wild improbability to picture a polar paradise like some titan emerald in its alabaster setting. And could this explain why birds fly north in this area to escape the cold in winter? It does make one wonder. Thank you for watching The Lost Colony.